Hello, everybody. Greetings and welcome to another exciting episode of the Why I Love Disney podcast. I'm here with my friends, JD and David. How's it going, fellas? Hey, Dustin. How are you doing? I am fantastic. We are now post D23. I saw my first D23 live stream and you guys, as our, our as everybody knows, we're heading to California to D23 for your very first D23. Tell us, how was it, guys? Well, it did not go as planned. <laughs> Unfortunately, we did not get to go after uh, being so excited for almost a year and having those tickets. And uh, I had to have um, a surprise eye surgery, and so it prevented me from flying. So uh, we ended up missing out, and we had to watch it online like everybody else. <laughs> we had a we had a VIP ticket, and it was so VIP that we got to watch it from the comfort of our home. <laughs> well, that's a that's a that's a that's one way of looking at it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I had to have an eye surgery. My oh, eyes hurt. So my eyes sorry. still a little bit red, so I'll kind of keep it close. If anybody's watching on YouTube, they don't see. Uh, but what's really weird is that, like, uh, right before it happened, uh, I had seen uh, another Disney vlog that I watched where the guy had something similar happen, and he was talking about it. And I, my vision had gotten kind of uh, crazy lately, so. I went and got it checked out, and I, yep, I had a, I had a hole in my retina, and had to have that worked on, so we couldn't go. Oh man, I'm so sorry. That's such a bummer. Maybe next year though. And well, hey, they, after all of that, they won't though, have it for a couple now more that years. We've seen it. Good. <laughs> oh, a couple years. Every couple. Of years. Well, that's good because hopefully the next one they'll have actually really good big news. And <laughs> well, I, I have. To, not, just spoiler alert about where we're going. I have here. to say, uh, yeah, I, I I wasn't quite sure what to expect. Now I, I I do think we we still missed out on a lot of fun, and I mean it's a huge it's a huge convention center. There's lots to see. There's lots to do besides just hear the uh, the panels and the and the talks. But uh, and we we had a few days at Disneyland we were supposed to get to do too. So we just missed out on oh, all yeah. of that. But. <laughs> I'm trying to make you feel yes. better. Well, yes. <laughs> fortunately, fortunately, it all worked out. We didn't. We 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 didn't lose all our money and all that stuff. We were able to get our airline tickets in our hotel That's and things like that thing. reversed. And so now we just have tickets to go back to Disneyland. We got to find time to go back and still do that because you can't get those. You can't give those back. <laughs> Man, that's great. Yeah. I did see they gave out a lot of like commemorative pins. They they gave out some pins. People that gave out there. a lot of paper. I, I noticed they gave out a lot of paper, like posters, and seems like they gave a lot of things like that away. So interesting. Yeah. Well, let's talk about D twenty three. There's a lot. There's a new there, the day we're recording. Bob Chapek's been on CNBC all morning, talking mostly about streaming stuff, but business in general. And we'll get to that in a second. But I want to – he's doing his kind of post-D23 kind of tour, if you will. Mm -hmm. He was at a big CEO conference in San Francisco yesterday, and he's at, on CNBC and all the news channels today talking about some of the things they talked about at D23. But more so, um, it seems like most people are interested in streaming stuff, which is interesting to me that they're not asking more about park stuff. I'd say we and most of the D23 people – correct me if I'm wrong – seem a little bit more interested in the park stuff 
than maybe the streaming stuff. Would you agree with that? I think I, I definitely am. I feel like, I mean, I think everybody wants to know what's coming out, but a lot of the things that they discussed for streaming and for theaters were things we'd heard before. So, uh, right. you know, I think that's why it's less. Uh, that I watched that on CNBC this morning as well. I saw some of it. They did seem, uh, it seems like they're, they're very, they have a lot of questions about how are you going to keep up with Netflix, you know, or how do you pass Netflix? Yeah. That seemed to be a lot of the, uh, I will say this. Uh, I, I thought Bob Chapek did a very good job on CNBC. He seems very much more comfortable talking about finances and, and <laughs> streaming than he does about parks. Yeah. Did you, did, didn't he run parks for a long time? He did, but I, I yes, he was the president. But I still thought, I, I mean, that's the ironic. I part. just thought it was way more authentic. And I don't mean that as a criticism. I, I just thought this is really his, he's comfortable. He seemed very comfortable talking yeah. on the news to CNBC about streaming and about uh, financials. It might have been too. The interview style suits him, I think, because yeah. his speech at 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 um at D twenty three was sort of weird. Like they, they didn't get the applause lines down. But again, that's a whole other thing. He's off a teleprompter, and you're standing there like giving a presidential speech. You know, um, that's not something that normal. But he wasn't good. I think consensus was it wasn't awesome. You right. know, and it, with with giving him the benefit of the doubt that maybe he's not good at that kind of thing. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't think that's his strength and. Uh, it was it was an interesting thing. Uh, the whole the whole watching it online, of course, is a completely different experience from being there. But I also uh, was concerned that when we were going out there, that we would not even get into the to the big the big room for the big reveals because that's why they have the other panels and things going on because everybody doesn't fit in those those large right. things. So there's a good chance we yeah. could have that gone stopped. all the way to California and, you know, been in the small, which, which is what they televised anyway. So I was, I was, I was sad that, uh, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the, re the stuff that was on Friday and Saturday, I mean, just wasn't broadcast. I mean, fortunately there were, there were YouTubers uh, in the audience that were showing all they could, uh, but they couldn't show any of the clips. I mean, obviously that was a, you weren't allowed to show any clips. I don't know why they right. wouldn't let us see clips when they were going to release them at the same time. You know, they, a lot of those things came out yeah. the same day, but I, I, it was, it was very interesting to watch. I, I didn't know uh, if, if they would swing big or if they would play safe. That was the whole thing is like we, we talked about with some of the challenges they faced and some of the bad press they had, would they, would they reveal something really mega big or would they decide to play it safe? And we've talked about, I, I had yeah. said, I said, and I can't remember when we, we talked about this. It might've been after destination D 23, but I said, I kind of wish they would stop telling in a way, because when they, if they're not sure of what exactly they're going to do, it's, it's such a letdown when things don't happen. And we've watched, we've watched, um, universal build, 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 
all of VelociCoaster and never tell anybody for sure what it was going to be until the last second. And maybe that is a better strategy. I, I don't know, but uh, I, I thought it was going to play safe. And then because of a lot of the rumors that were out, especially Disneyland, there were, there were people so convinced that there was going to be a rehaul of Tomorrowland and the people mover coming back. And, uh, you know, and there's several things that people have been expecting, even at, even at the magic kingdom, uh, we've the, the, that location in Tomorrowland where stitches great escape. That's been empty now for, seems like forever. It's like, they're just things that there's not even having to build something new. It's just, it needs some kind of attraction inside. So there were a lot of things. I think people were like, okay, well, if nothing else, we'll get this. Um, Or if if nothing else, there were things like they've been remodeling the tree house at Disneyland uh, in Adventureland for a couple of years now, it seems like, and we would at least get a reveal of what that theme was going to be. And that we didn't even get right. that. So there were a lot of things that we thought, well, surely this will happen. And uh, it didn't. So, sure. and so when, when I tuned in that day, and first of all, it was really confusing because I'm again watching live. Bob Chapek's uh, speech began, and then it, it seemed like it cut out. And then they came back and showed it again later. I, I was really confused by that. But in that, he says, we have some incredible, this is going to be the biggest D23 ever. And so then I'm thinking, oh, man, there is maybe something big is coming. That was the buildup that both of them, both he and Josh Amaro, really made me think this is going to be something extraordinary. So yeah. I think that was the biggest letdown was there was this buildup and then it wasn't quite what what I thought they communicated, but I, I loved, I love the things you have that, any- I love the thing. A lot of the things they announced, it just wasn't, uh, it wasn't like announcing uh, galaxy's edge or Avengers campus or sure. something, or even a, or yeah. even a, a major attraction that we weren't aware of. I mean, it just, everything was yeah. as safe. And in fact, they really didn't tell us anything beyond 2024. What they told us were things that we already really knew. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think it was all, it was mostly confirmations and dates. It was like, oh, finally, like it was like, this is our big announcement. Oh, wait, this is Tron. It's coming out spring of next year. It's like, well, we already knew Tron was coming. And like, they're like, this is amazing. It's like, well, we already knew that was coming. (laughs) It's like movies. They, They showed first look previews. It's like, we already knew the Little Mermaid was coming. Like we are, we have already had this hype. That is not your big announcement necessarily. I mean, yes, it was really cool to see it all, but I think that's kind of the 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 secret of why it feels like a letdown is because their big announcements were just dates and first looks at things that we already knew about. Um, so that might have been for me. It was and all the Marvel stuff and all the Star Wars stuff was just stuff that was already kind of it was rumored, but also kind of hinted that like this is already happening. Um, so it was more just like, okay, confirmations that we are doing this, you know? Right. Now, again, if you're in the audience, uh, and you're in that room and you see, uh, Charlie Cox come out for a daredevil announcement and John Favreau coming out for an announcement, I mean, you're getting to see the celebrities 
in person. That's and and there are people that pay extra for best seats where they're really close to the stage. Uh, so yeah. there's still that. So you still get some of that excitement, but it was really more about just like you said, confirmations and and getting to getting yeah. to see the celebrities. It, it at least I was uh, at least it wasn't as uh, a D23 destination back in September when I went, it was a lot about look at what we've done the past year or two since the, it was a lot of that. And that was really a letdown because it yeah. was like, Hey, we're not really that excited about G- G- genie plus. And so it was a lot of things like that. Like, look what we've done. And you know, so I was at least grateful that we got some some things, but uh, I think there are just as many questions now uh, as as there were because we got a lot of blue sky what ifs, uh, and uh, it, and that's this really what it was was a lot of what ifs. Again, I like yeah. I like some of the things. I love that Disneyland's going to get a Mandalorian. Uh, figure with a Grogu uh, animatronic. That's what was cool. And, a uh, an amazing, uh, that the Hulk's going to be there and that's good. Can you, yeah, that was impressive. Yeah. That that's crazy. When you saw the size that of that, that figure besides, beside Josh tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And he actually looked small. That was like, that's, that was pretty impressive. Is that just going to Disneyland just, or is that right? It's just to parts. Disneyland because, uh, yeah. I don't think that because we have, what I've what I've been told, or what I've heard, is because we have the um, Galactic Star Cruiser, we can't have Mandalorian because that doesn't fit the theme of that hotel, and those those that's part of the story of Gal- our Galaxy's Edge. So maybe they'll change it uh, down the road the because I still think people really yeah. want those characters. They want to meet all the Star Wars characters. I don't think people really want it locked in one one uh time zone so maybe maybe eventually but again i don't think any characters from marvel can appear in our park so gotcha yeah because of the marvel contract well well, we don't have to do like a point by point of what they announced but i'll just real quick what was your favorite thing that what was the biggest news to you from d23 the the big the big um Again, we kind of talk about confirmation and things with uh, with Marvel. We already kind of got a hint at some of the big dates of movies. Um, for me, the thing I was eager to see was the new the new Thunderbolts. This kind of it looks like it's gonna be this new phase of Avengers where they're not all good guys. Uh, people had been speculating about what that roster was gonna look like, where because it's it's a bunch of anti heroes in a way. Um, and they just released the roster for it, where it's going to be um, the Winter Soldier. We've got Bucky Barnes, um, the U.S. agent from that Disney Plus series, Taskmaster, Mask Master. Then you have Ghost, Red Guardian. Um, you know David Harbor uh, from the Stranger Things series, um, Yelena. Um, and then the last one, so ghosts we haven't seen. And this, the last one was Allegra de la Fontaine, which I'm not even sure who that is. Um, so I'm eager to see how they, they integrate her story, 
But it sounds like a very interesting group, and it's going to be fun to see how they play the movie. But I, I was thinking a lot when they were when they were showing these Disney Plus series. It looked like they were building something much bigger. Uh, so to finally have this roster, it's exciting to see what's going to come next. Um, so that was that was my big. Like I was waiting to see what the what the Marvel next phase was going to look like. We saw uh, Secret Invasion where Samuel L. Jackson is finally going to get his own. He's going to be the star of the show, uh, which if you've been watching any of the Marvel stuff um, from the past year or two, you can see that there's something cooking um, there that's very large scale, which I'm very interested to see. Um, so really all, all the Marvel first looks and confirmations was what I was excited and and happy to see. Yeah, I was excited what was your biggest? Some of the Marvel yeah. stuff that looks really good. I was, yeah, some of that was new to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I, I, I agree. Most of the, I think, you know, like John David said, there weren't any like big announce, like new announcement things we didn't know about already, but they did see a few trailers. Mm -hmm. Like I love the Andor trailer and, and mm -hmm. there are some things that, that look really cool. But as far as parks go, did I get did I get it wrong that in a in Disneyland they're building an Avengers a new Avengers attraction? Well, they they said th it has to do with King Thanos, like a, a multiverse with Thanos and kind of a like a ride that has to do. Yes, with and that had changed. That ride. changed. He talked about they'd gone back to the drawing board because last time they told us it was going to be uh, you were going to get to ride um, the jet. What what? Um, Quinn, Quinjet. Okay, you were going to get to ride that was going to be an attraction yeah. like that, and now it seems to be something different because uh, they was people were saying it was going to be like a uh, the ride in and uh, Pandora Flight of Passage, something like that that you would feel like you were flying. And now they showed the ride vehicle in this one, and it looked more like a uh, trackless ride system like in Rise of Resistance. So I kind of get the feeling mm. they don't really know yet. Like it's, they've <laughs> gone, I mean, I just think they've yeah. redecided to do a different whole theme because uh, it, a lot of people said it has to be screen-based because you, how can you encounter all these characters, they said, in a multiverse type setting except with screens, you know? So, yeah. uh, but, it, well, I think yeah. I think there was so. I think it's a great concept. It was, it was a good concept, but then you kind of walked away, going, "We really don't know <laughs> what yeah. we don't." But the whole idea of don't know what it is. The whole idea of like Thanos, of Thanos, like if they could, if they could put that final scene of Endgame, you know, like that was the most hype cinematic scene of this age you know so if they could figure out how to put that into a ride or some something where it feels like that where it's like that's my favorite character that's my favorite character and you know everybody hates thanos and putting him in there i think that would be a smart way to do it right um but you, you definitely don't want to mess that up because you know it is so held highly uh, but it's like you know you did rise of resistance and people went crazy about it and i think the marvel fan base would love a, a ride to that standard. You yeah. know, they would love I wonder it. if that's more the direction they're going is just something very epic. And uh, I don't, I don't yeah. think they have the space there uh, that they had at 
uh, in Galaxy's Edge, but I'm not sure. It could be. Uh, but again, I just mm-hmm. it was it was exciting, but that was kind of expected that that would be. Uh, if, I thought if there's one thing that happens at Disneyland, it'll be that they announce something for that because um, that's been there. They announced that at the last one that a, an e-ticket ride was coming. Yeah, I think that's a good thing about the villain too. You've got you've got the Spider-Man attraction that's out there, the Web Slingers, and you've got the Doctor Strange interaction and you got the you got but there's really uh, and and even at the other uh, also they have the the tower of terror that's been uh you know reassigned yeah. to guardians but there's really no villain there's nothing where you're you're really doing something like that so i think or in any of the parks so i think that'll be a a great yeah uh, addition and a good idea yeah, it feels. It felt to me, and this is my first time ever watching. I don't know if they've had live streams before. My ever kind of involved in it. Overall impression was it was there were parts that were good. Parts of it seemed uh, presentation wise from a conference standpoint okay, right? But from the announcements, now having a few days to digest everything they've said, it feels like there's a lot of like push for content and streaming, and it's like the stuff for the parks was just sort of, um, yeah. What's the word? It, not super clear. It's like they don't, they're not sure themselves, which in my mind, with Universal Studios right down the road building a brand new park, which looks incredible, that seems to be just crushing. <laughs> I mean, it and, is incredible. And, and again, I don't know. Yes, you would think that they would want something to kind of announce, right? Now we did see the the re- the Splash Mountain remake what renderings of what that's going to look like. Well, and, actually and we really we cool. really didn't. We saw an a model, pictures of a model yeah. that actually looked like it had been simplified. Like the original drawings and then okay. what they finally gave people, I think left some going that's not what I expected. That doesn't look quite uh, to the level of the artwork, yeah, but I think on the park end, you know, and we really haven't seen anything except a couple of pictures of a, a, a picture of Tiana in a boat. So we don't know if there's right. if there's if they're repurposing some of those animatronics that are in there. Or are they taking everything out? I, I was a little concerned when they brought the animators, uh, the Imagineers, out, and she said, "We are going to be uh, working with mist." And that's like I was like, well, oh yeah, that just sounds oh. like a, yeah. a fog, a fog with with projections on it. <laughs> and I completely thought the same thing. Like, this is the d- dumbest thing I've ever I, heard. Uh, <laughs> we've we've had mist for a hundred years. I, I, I was like, that's <laughs> that scares me a little bit because you take <laughs> and you remember the vi- the visual they showed was like a a light, like a, a prism. Yeah. Around mist, it, it remember remember in the old and it's still I think there in Delta Dreamfly. <laughs> yeah. um, if I had wings, remember you go around the turn and you get all that mist, and you it feels like you're going upside down. It's like what they showed. I'm like you've had this in the parks forever. I, you've been doing stuff with mists forever. Yeah, those, those were yeah. I thought the exact those, same. Thing. That was like uh, that doesn't feel hopeful because that is a that's a that's right. a long ride. That's a long attraction, and so yeah. if it's if it's just screens for the whole thing again, it's 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 a great ride, even uh, if it was in the dark. 
I mean, that's the thing. It's like it's like, and I, that's what I thought about Guardians of the Galaxy. It's it's uh, it's a good ride, regard whatever the theme is. So maybe they feel that confident that they can really just go low budget in there and yeah. just shoot some projections around the room. I hope they don't do that. But again, it was very right. vague, and it's like nothing concrete to that. Um, we didn't really get a date. Yeah. I mean, they just said 2024. They didn't say when uh, Splash Mountain would be uh, going down. That's my thing. I, that's my biggest, like, again, you got to look at from it like, you know, it's a ride, things go wrong. But you can't say, you know, scrolling through social media, breaking news, and you know, date released, and you go, oh, what's the date? And then it says something super broad, like late 2024. It's like that could mean a six month span of things. Yeah, like that could mean like, like I get it. Like you can't tell us like August 24th, but like you can like give us a little bit more of or 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 let's just not say that the date is completely released. Let's say we've got an idea of when this is going to be coming. Right. You know, again, I get it. That's like a that's a bad critique. You can't critique that really. But as a as someone who lives around here, I'm like, man, I really wish I knew if it was going to be here in the next year or when it's coming. Well, the theme of the event was a boundless future. And so really everything is kind of boundless. There's like, I don't know, I don't know when anything is happening or if anything. Boundless can mean a lot of different things. It can mean limitless sure. or it can mean yeah. minimal. I mean, it's like you know, I just it comes based on that, what we just talked about, and the interviews with Chapek today that I just watched on CNBC, they kind of split it up throughout the morning um, with the 95% of the talk was about streaming. That just seems where their head is. Their head's in streaming and, and making TV shows and content and doesn't seem to be on the park right now. That's well, my I, impression. I, just, I could I be wrong. I think that they're at a place where they are confident that people are coming and we don't have to have new things. I think they're, I don't think they're worried about, I don't think they're worried about universal at all. I think they still go, we have, uh, we have four parts. You've only now, I think that's a you've mistake. You've got three and we've got plenty of things. And, uh, and I think probably also think that who's going to come to universal and not spend a day at Disney. They're already limiting. Uh, they're already limiting the parks I think they control the parks and I think the whole purpose of the reservation system is so that even if the park is only half full, they are cutting things down. They don't open all the restaurants. They Their quick service things aren't open. They don't have as many staff members. So it's not like they're having days where they go, oh, no, we, we planned for 80,000 and there were only 40. They know exactly how that's to true. plan. So I think that's given them uh, uh, an advantage. Yeah. Well, for them, an advantage um, that they turn yeah. around and will say it's it's creating a better guest experience, but it's creating it's really creating a better uh, experience for them. I think they need to watch their back for a couple of reasons. I think they're underestimating Universal. One, they are way more expensive than Universal. There's pl- bar none. We're looking again the spring. Another group. It's significantly cheaper to go to Universal than it is to go to Disney still. Number two, I went to Universal recently. I was on the app a little bit to get wait times, but it's not confusing. It's not confusing. 
the 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 consensus is that people go to Disney. This is this is work. This is confusing. This is not easy to do or figure out. You got to make reservations to get into the park. You may have to, and then you got to, like you said, you got to get your genie plus. There's all this stuff you have to do. These hoops you have to jump through just to go to the parks. And then then on top of that, we just got Velocicoaster and Hagrid's motorbike. I mean, big big rides, new stuff yeah. that are huge and and awesome. Now we got mm-hmm. Cosmic Rewind. That's true, right? But Universal is building this ginormous park that's bigger than the other two parks. It'll be their third park with some incredible stuff in it. I just don't think you can take for granted that when people are going to Orlando and trying to figure out, well, where do I want to spend my money? Where do I want to spend my time? Where are they going to end? I mean, used to, you would take for granted that they're going to Disney. I don't think you can do that anymore. I just don't. Well, my, my kids want to go to Disney because a couple of them have never been right. But, um, but my, but teenagers, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when, I don't know. I don't know, man. I think Disney needs to get, get it together and start announcing some big, they need another big couple big rides in a couple of their parks. Well, and again, I wanted I want to point out that when they talked about a boundless future, they flashed up on the screen, uh, Attractions for 2022, 2023, 2024. So they did kind of come back and go, hey, let's just remind you that this year we came out with Cosmic Rewind. Uh, we've, we have announced that Fantasmic is coming back. Um, we're going to have uh, a new... Well, Tron opens yeah, up. Yeah, Tron's right? going to open up. But that now they're saying that's not until... Uh, 2023, and a lot of people were hoping it would open 2022 this year because yeah. we really don't. I mean, if you're a parks goer, you really don't want Splash Mountain Splash Mountain closing before Tron opens because where will all the that's a that's a huge attraction that people are in line for. So now those people will disperse. There needs to be another. There needs to be another attraction, I mm-hmm. think, before they close that one. But I bet that doesn't happen because. Um, but there were a lot of things that uh, uh, they announced the um, that there's going to be an Australian and a New Zealand cruise that the wish was going to be going there. I think it was the South Pacific. Yeah. yeah. And they and New they boat treasure. They announced things for um, for Tokyo Disney and things like that. They announced the 100 years of wonder, but they really didn't tell us anything they were going to do for 100 years of wonder other than. Um, you know, some of the shows. Now, interesting was that when Josh DeMauro came out, the first thing he said was, uh, we're bringing back the fireworks show Happily Ever After, which is a fan favorite. <laughs> yeah, and which people is great. Went, you, Yeah, my favorite. You really saw people go, I would have been people go crazy. crazy. And that was probably a very good thing to lead with because it got people really hyped. And that might have been one mm-hmm. of the biggest, really just the biggest announcements. Yeah. Hey, we're going to bring something old back. <laughs> Right. And that's, they got people excited, yeah. and and I think that that was one of those things where people went, well, they heard us, and they're they're going to get rid of Harmonious, which I didn't love, yeah. honestly didn't love, and the reason I didn't like Harmonious very much was we I saw it twice, both times I saw it, it there were technical difficulties, the 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 major the big screen didn't work, one time the water didn't work, uh, and, and we had waited in in that space for like two hours trying to see this show <laughs> and, and to get in a place where we could yeah. see it all. And it didn't work. Then they do that. Uh, they do the televised version on Disney plus, And it was like, Hey, this really is good. Now that I've seen it up close, 
this would be better when I go back. <laughs> and now it's, it's going away. And they said, I think we're going to get Epcot forever. I heard that as a rumor online that that's actually going to come back, which was the show they had in between Illuminations and Harmonious, that that's going to come back because they don't have a new show together yet. So they can't even, they can't, they can't do it just tomorrow. I mean, they've got to, so, but, that, but yeah. I, th- I do think, I do think fans thought, Hey, they heard us. They figured out we don't, we don't like, uh, we didn't like enchantment. We don't like harmonious. So we'll see what we get. We'll see. Yeah. Awesome. I do hope they do a good, uh, 100, you know, 100 years of wonder, uh, you know, fireworks show. I hope that's good. I heard again they said that it would it would include scenes from every animated movie that they've done. So that'll be kind of a neat uh, retrospective. I hope they work some things in to celebrate the parks because I still think people want that a lot too. It's not it's just not all about movie IP. Um, so yeah. But anyway, again, it was it was uh, it was they started out with that that first announcement that was going to be the biggest ever. Then we got the heart. We got the, you know, happily ever afters coming back. Then they kind of led with these Disney, uh, these Disneyland meeting greets. And those were kind of like, Oh, here we go. Here we go. It just seems like it was building to something. And then it was like, okay, we're going to bring out some Imagineers and we're going to talk about what if, what if we could go beyond the spires of Thunder Mountain Railroad? What if, and then they give us this, what if you could go to Coco? And what if you could go to Encanto? Yeah. And what if you could go to, oh, and, and we also got that in uh, Animal Kingdom, we might get a big what if we added Zootopia? And what if we added Moana to where the dino, uh, the dino land is? So, yeah. again, it was very, it was very vague and it was very, was just some concept art. They didn't really commit to anything. So I don't really think they know. I'm not even sure they know uh, when Fantasmic's coming back. To not tell us, yeah, that was a hard not to tell us when it's coming back made me wonder, like, it's not ready. They're rehearsing it. We know what they're rehearsing, but it must be, they must be going, oh, we, we're not sure yet. It, you know, it may take a, a while longer. So, Again, I think it might be getting what I asked for because I I, I I did say after Destination uh, D23, like maybe they should just not tell us things if they don't know because they really didn't tell us much. So maybe that's what they're going for. I mean, <clears throat> at the last one we had that we were going to get this huge convention center at Epcot where, you know, it was that beautiful they tore everything down to build it and now they've kind of rebuilt back what they had it's not even the scale went way down and we were going to get the play pavilion that hasn't come back and i mean it's just several things that are the mary poppins attraction there were just a lot of things that they mentioned before that have just seemed to just evaporate (laughs) so you know yeah Maybe this is the yeah. If you were hoping for like big dramatic, sweeping hundred year anniversary, um, big vision casting for the parks, you, you're probably disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they could they they didn't even tell us that the train was coming back, right? The Walt Disney. No, Express. we didn't even get that. So it's it. I mean, no. yeah. 
here's the thing. I mean, in a way, they're right. I mean, we're going to go anyway. I'm not. I'm not going to go. Well, I'm not going back to Disney because I've ridden everything. That's that. I don't think that's what Disney parks fans do. But they might. They might miss out on people that. Uh, you know, like you said, these th- this Universal is going to build this incredible park, and uh, you know, with a lot of IP. I don't think that a lot of Disney fans, uh, you know react to ip quite the way non-disney fans like you know i think if you're a if you're a a marvel fan you're like oh man they've they've done a roller coaster based on marvel i want to go do that but i think again a lot of disney fans they're going to go anyway it's this that's not what's driving them they just want good attractions they don't care if they're ip driven or if they're original I mean, I think a lot of nostalgic fans are like, hey, do something that's just completely original for a change. But I don't know that we'll ever see that because even Universal is completely IP driven. It's all based on something. They don't they're not, they don't they don't create Pirates of the Caribbean and Haunted Mansion and Space Mountains. They don't do original things anymore so i don't know that we'll ever well, see that you again. could argue disney doesn't anymore i know either. that's what i'm saying it's like they're yeah. actually uh, yeah. following Nobody the does. lead of everybody else they right. always stood like we don't have to we can create attractions that are incredible without doing right. this but i do think the current leadership thinks that everything has to be movie based i mean that's well that's the thing is disney was famous and popular for it they would make a world or an attraction that would become intellectual property. It would become a movie, right? Yeah. It would become iconic on its own. It never, now it's, it's the opposite. It is. You got to create and market something to death and then put a place where people can go experience yeah. it. And for something like Harry Potter or Star Wars, I totally get it. But like, and maybe Marvel too, but there's not many other things it, like that. Right. You know, the thing about Universal is it was made, the original park was made to ride the movies. Mm-hmm. Their whole thing was movie studios, Jaws, Jurassic Park, Earthquake, Back to the Future, just properties they owned, and now you can go experience those movies. That was the, always the selling point of Universal, where Disney was something, was something a different vision altogether, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it's, it seems like they're kind of merging into this, into this world that's sort of all the same, you know? Yeah. Um, and 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 trying. Let's market something. I think that if 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 Lightyear had been a colossal hit, you could have seen all of Tomorrowland get redesigned based on on an IP like that. Um, I, I I had even heard rumors that 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 the Buzz Lightyear right the is it called Space Ranger Spin at Magic Kingdom? I can't. I get confused which one's which. But anyway, that, yeah. that was going to mm-hmm. be converted, and of course, then it fell, and uh, it didn't do as well at the box office. So that kind of got seems like that won't happen because I still think the original Buzz is more popular than the new Buzz. But anyway, it's uh, it's it's interesting because there's just so many things like Tomorrowland on at both parks. I think needs help. Um, there's just a lot of things that need to be re- refreshed and we've got carousel of progress that i mean it looks like it doesn't work as well as it used to i mean there's just so many attractions that need that need some love so not sure what they're gonna right. do 
Well, do you guys want to wind down? I, I actually got to go get my kids from school. I can leave you guys here talking, though. Would y'all like to wrap this up and carry on? Uh, well, we well, let's just this is we let's unpack in another episode. I think. Okay. Well, there's then still we'll wrap, so much. We'll, I, I did, uh, I did, uh, during my, when I had this surgery and we didn't get to go, uh, on this trip, uh, I, I could only, all I could do was watch TV. And so, uh, I did, um, work through She-Hulk and I've seen, uh, Miss Marvel and I watched, uh, okay. Industrial Light and Magic. So lots of good things. I did get caught up right. on some Disney plus. Good to think of. I think John David has watched a few things too, and I, I have as well. And but here, here's the thing: I, I got to go. We'll wrap it up next episode, though. I want you guys to watch Remembering on Disney Plus. Let's do it. All right, that's the yeah. AR thing they talked yes. about at D23, and I saw yes. a guy post on it today. It looks pretty fascinating. I haven't seen it yet myself, but let's all watch it. I want to. I want to talk about that when we come back because that's talking all about right. Bob Chapek talks a lot about the future of um, what is he talking. It doesn't use the word metaverse. They use another term for it, but like uh, ver what people think is interact the next level of interactivity mm -hmm. with media and storytelling. Yeah. Um, and I and I think this is kind of one of the first episodes into that. So watch remembering. And let's talk about that next time. Sounds too. great. Let's that go. Good. All right. Thank you guys for your time. As always, we thank you guys for our loyal listeners for hanging with us. Let us know what you think about D23 announcements. What are you excited about? Did you have the same vibes we did? Uh, let us know at whyilovedisney.com. We're on Instagram and Twitter. Um, leave us a five-star review if you get a chance. And thank you again for your time. Guys, we'll see you next time. All right, all right? Thanks a lot, guys. It was a whole lot of fun. See you right, later on. <laughs>